This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, most satisfied customers 11 years in a row. Isn't it time you called Red Energy on 131 806? And Prince Wine Store, bringing wine enthusiasts the greatest wine in the world. Welcome to our footy tipping episode of the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast. My name is Jane Neal. I'm the producer of the show and down the line, sadly not in my studio, although it does take the pressure off, ladies. I don't actually have to do flowers for you when you're not oh, in the okay. studio. Thanks, Jane. <laughs> No, the garden's looking a bit bare at the moment, so bring on spring and footy finals. Uh, so Caroline Wilson and Corey Perkin joining me remotely as we get into tipping round 22 of the AFL. Now, we did talk about a whole lot of issues to do with footy and, of course, the uh, Tex Taylor Walker situation that has really highlighted a few ongoing issues around racism in the AFL. We got a great email from Simone Dorovich. Can I just run this one past you both? Because I would like your opinion on this. Uh, Simone says she is a long-standing WA potty, so shout out to everyone in Western Australia, and have been meaning to write an email to you on this subject for a while. While there is not an Indigenous, why is there not an Indigenous person in the footy media? Tony Armstrong is now on Fox, but has only just been appointed. The Sunday footy show is the most awful white man show around. When you were away from footy classified, Caro, there was a great opportunity to locum you with an Indigenous male or female, but again, another white male. Given the huge proportionate representation of Indigenous players, why is there no equivalent representation in the media, asked Simone. I'm very interested in your comments. So, look, I thought it was a really interesting email. We sort of touch on some of these issues. Caro, firstly, I mean, Tony Armstrong is, sorry, he's only just been appointed in a, in a full role, but he's been on ABC breakfast for ages on lots of radio programs on the ABC. So he has been a while around for a while. Yeah. Oh, look, I, um, it, well, we talked about it on the podcast this week. It's an absolute issue. And um, it was interesting when Eddie Betts broke his silence over the Taylor Walker issue that he first spoke in The Age to one of the first Indigenous reporters. I think The Age has reported for many, many years. Um, look, the um, Man Grook show, of course, is no longer on, but Yokai Footy um, has been a, a wonderful addition to the AFL website and um, continues to be so. And Commentators like Shelley Ware, who hosts a lot of AFL events, continue to fly the flag. But um, I know Tanya Hosh is working behind the scenes to get more Indigenous Australians to work in the media and certainly ex-footballers and long may it continue. I can't be responsible for what Channel 9 do when um, I had to go away unexpectedly on an emergency. But I guess um, off the interchange bench with Sam McClure, who um, has been that permanent person at nine. But I think all the major free-to-air networks could do a lot more. I quite agree. Corrie, do you think it's the opportunity for, like she sort of says, locum or, you know, it's, it's a big thing to step into. I guess we need to start really assisting people with career building and not just expect someone from out of the blue to be able to fill very big shoes. Well, it's, it's affirmative action again, Jane, isn't it? Which I have become, as Caro knows, I have become a huge fan of this. It's, it's really interesting. The other night I was watching one of the tapes of um, the Annabelle Crabb show, Misrepresented, 
uh, Jane and Caro, and it made me think about affirmative action in relation to all aspects of our lives and corporate life and so on. And here again is another example where even if it's not networks, even if it's universities or it's um, organisations like one I represented, board level, the Wheeler Centre bringing in through their podcast schemes or whatever it may be, training people up, young, old, whatever background and indeed uh, Indigenous communities going and, and, and offering opportunities to people to come forward and get some training. Yeah, well, Gilbert McAdams sort of burst back onto the scenes a couple of years ago on Channel 7 and on SEN. And then there was um, a, a private incident um, that saw police involved and Gilbert McAdams disappeared. But now he's um, turned up again. I, I see him commentating very emotionally regarding the Taylor Walker issue on Yokai footy. So long may it continue, Jane. Yeah, and I also say, you know, having known you ladies from a from a um, perspective of it's not an easy gig, is it, Caro? And if someone came into a position where they really were wanting to uncover some of these issues that are now starting to see the light of day, like you're signing up for a very big gig and a lot of scrutiny and a lot of pressure I would say so well done to people like Tony Armstrong who do want to get into it but you know it's not something you maybe would choose to lightly as a career option. He's a total pro and um, he's done it so you know as long once once more high profiles continue to emerge in the sport and I'm sure we'll see a lot more women as AFLW continues to grow um, I think it'll change, but it's yeah, it, it's not good enough at the moment. You're right. All right. Well, uh, when it comes to our tipping, I'm certainly not very good at the moment. <laughs> Having an absolute shocker, I tipped three in round 21, Corey four. And Cara, you did pretty well because there wasn't a heck of a lot of people in our Don't Shoot the Messenger competition who tipped six. You tipped six. Oh, my Lord. How did you do that? <laughs> well, I wish I'd done the same in the age where I only tipped four. What I did, I found out that Hawthorne game was being moved to the MCG and I stupidly changed my tip to Collingwood in the age. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, none of us picked GWS to beat the Cats. Showdown was an absolute cracker. Look, I tipped um, the Crows, but they only lost to Port Adelaide by four points and St Kilda had a fantastic win over the Swans. Uh, We've got a new entrant in our top five in the Don't Shoot competition. In the number five spot, Katrina Burke. And welcome to the comp, Aaron Fenlon, who's now in number four. His uh, username is F-Train. Jane Lubinus, number three. Deirdre McDonough in the number two spot and Grayson Parrott still in the number one position. So thanks to everyone who has been tipping along. Friday the 13th, if you're so superstitious, perhaps you'll be a little concerned about your Tigers on Friday night. Caro, Friday the 13th at Marvel taking on the GWS Giants. Who is it going to be, Caro? By how many points? Yeah, season defining. I'll stick with the Tigers for one more week, although I don't think they'll make the finals. Richmond by 10. Uh, Giants by 15. Ooh, Corey. <laughs> I might add, we don't know as we're doing this whether Toby Green is going to be allowed to play or not. What about you, Jane? Oh, look, I'm going to go for the Tigers by a very slim margin of five points. On Saturday, Corey, your Hawks at the Uni of Tassie Stadium are taking on the Western Bulldogs. Caro? Oh, look, Hawthorne have been wonderful, but I think the Bulldogs have to win this, so I'll go Bulldogs by seven. Oh, we don't have to do a margin, but I'll say the Bulldogs. Um, I'm saying Hawthorne, Jane. 
Of course you are. And I'm going to tip the Bulldogs as well. Uh, the Cats at 4.35, GMHBA Stadium down in Geelong. And, of course, you know, regional Victoria out of lockdown. So there are possibly some crowds there taking on St Kilda. No crowd. They made that decision ah. the other day. But uh, Geelong will win that one. Yep, I'm with you. Yeah, and the Cats for me as well, even though St Kilda did have that win. Uh, Port Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval taking on Carlton. This is at the same time, so lots of choice for people in that twilight time slot for viewing on Saturday, are they? I will not be watching this match. I'll be watching the category. <laughs> but um, I, I have to say Port at home for me. Yeah, yeah, it could be. the. Um, we know there's a lot going on at Carlton and it's not great for David Teague, Port. Um, yeah, Port for me. And just on that, Cara, I mean, I sort of thought Neil Mitchell, of course, is a, a primetime uh, morning radio host on 3AW, which, of course, are employers of yours, so I won't try and get controversial. But was Neil actually trying to do a Caroline Wilson by suggesting he had very good mail on Sunday night that David Teague was stepping down and would no longer coach at the end of the year? He kind of got it wrong by all reports. Yes, I mean, I think it'll eventually happen, but um, his... Um he said it was a, a usually impeccable source. I think it let him down. I think he said reasonable, which pff, yeah. I'm not quite sure that was good enough to go. And then he, he went on to say usually <laughs> impeccable, and it certainly <laughs> let him down. Yep. So no no word from your end yet as to, well, so you're saying probably won't by the end of the season, but, but nothing before then. No, yeah, I, ho- I, hope Na- I hope, Nance, if you get the heads up, you're going to drop it on this podcast before <laughs> anywhere else. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm not saying it's the end of the season. I'm just saying it hasn't happened yet as we speak today, Jane. Okay, on a Thursday before round 22. Uh, The Brisbane Lions, this is one of the Saturday evening matches taking on Collingwood. Corrie? Oh, dear. I am... um, I'm a bit torn with this one. I think I'm going to go Brisbane, Jane and Caro. Yep, Brisbane for me. I'm going to go the Pies, just to be annoying. Uh, North Melbourne at 7.40. This is at Marvel Stadium, taking on the Swans, who had that loss last week. They'll bounce back the Swans. Yep, we both agree. Yeah, Swans for me as well. Then on Sunday, a 2.10 game. This is at the G. Melbourne taking on the Crows. Melbourne. Demons. Um, Yeah, Melbourne for me as well. And the Gold Coast Suns take on Essendon on Sunday afternoon. Oh, God. Oh, come on, Corrie. Essendon, <laughs> Essendon have to win that. They're, they're going to make know. finals. No, I hope Essendon do win it because there are family members who would be joyful. So, yes, we'll go Essendon. And Essendon for you, Carrie, and Essendon for me. And Fremantle, Optus Stadium, 10 past 5 Eastern Standard Time, taking on the West Coast Eagles. Eagles, Jane. The Derby. <laughs> oh, this is a this is a really difficult one because some um, the Eagles have been so disappointing. Although they Haven't they came they? back a bit against the Demons the other night in that lightning affected match. No, I think the Eagles will win and keep their finals hopes alive. And West Coast for me. And I've kept forgetting to mention it, but apparently I say St Kilda wrong. I had a listener, obviously drop into my private Instagram on a completely unrelated post and say, "Why do you keep saying St Kilda? It's St Kilda." 
Can you correct oh. me on that, Karen? No. Uh, that's, think, there, there, there's a lot of discussion <laughs> about why people say saint and saint, and I think it makes it's all no silly. difference. No it makes difference. No difference. I say Saint it's Kilda. You team. say Saint Kilda. Yep. Oh, maybe it's an Adelaide thing, but hey, they're the saints. So why would they be Saint Kilda? Anyway, I do apologise if I am not as um, eloquent as some of our listeners would like. Thank you, ladies. Thanks to everyone who's been tipping along with us. Thank you to Red Energy, most satisfied customers, eleven years in a row. Give the team at Red Energy a call and tell them that Caro and Corey sent you. Ladies, enjoy the round ahead and what do we say? Don't shoot the messenger, Jane.